All right. We're here today in the Mama's Den. I'm so happy to be back with you guys. I, I missed too. you. I missed you too. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. Just tired all the time. <laughs> we're, di- we're down one. Cody's Cody's not here today. I know. But that's okay because I think today's topic is really important. It's something that seems so simple, but mm-hmm. I think that it's something that we all, one, it's, it's an element that brought us all together. Right. And then two, I think it's something that people kind of take for granted mm-hmm. as, you know, maybe a... Just a feeling or a thing. We were talking about happiness and joy and the many forms it comes in and what it means to us individually and what it means to you who's listening. Um, I think we don't really ask that question to ourselves, right? right. Like, what does it mean to be happy? We think, oh, happy. Uh, are you happy? Are you sad? Are you angry? And I think as you get older and you become more mindful of the way that you live and the way that you approach your life, it's really important to ask yourself really what falls on your happiness spectrum. Right. And I think it's individual for people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think at, on a basic level for me, it's feeling that my needs are met at all times, mm-hmm. right? Like that that makes me feel secure. That makes me feel happy. Some people, it's love. Some people, it's money. Yeah. You know, some people find that security through money. So it makes them feel happy. You know, when you were saying that for me, like I, I've really gotten into a place of making myself happy. Mm. So I think a lot of my life, I was like sad or moody or depressed I don't know because I was feeling like abandoned or wanting other people to make me happy in a way do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so when that wasn't met I felt very like alone Mm. and I think that even with my husband like he's amazing but there's still just stuff that I feel like he doesn't do the way that I would want it to be done or in a way that makes sense to me and I think the moment that I really decided like I'm I'm just gonna be in charge of my own happiness like if I want to have to go on this date, then I'm going to plan the date. If I want to do X, Y, and Z, then I'm just going to make sure that it happens. Because otherwise, if I sit around and wait for someone to, even if I've explained it to you, use communication, but sometimes people just don't, they don't get it. You know what I mean? And what I know, what I need, like for that moment, I provide it for myself. So that's where I've been It's like that saying happiness is an inside job. Yeah. Because it really is. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like, it's actually interesting because this is a newer thing that I'm practicing, which is like taking control of my own happiness. Mm-hmm. And I think for so long, I just didn't think that I deserved happiness. Mm. I felt like it was a thing that everyone around me is supposed to experience, yep. but I'm not supposed to experience it all the way. And then I got to a point where I was like, no, I'm about to start honoring myself. And when I did that, I really tapped into new levels of like happiness and joy. Yeah. And joy, I feel like is a... It's a very uh, childlike space to be. Like yes. when you see a child like happy, it's yes. like that's joy. Yep. Joy is so pure. It's so, you know, so I feel like I am in my joy. And I, it's crazy because when I'm so happy or I'm in these moments, I also have times where I feel guilty. Yeah. Where I'm like, I'm not supposed to be this happy. Yep. What? How come I'm, and then you see other people that aren't as happy and I'm like, oh my God, am I doing something wrong? Right. So it's actually a little uncomfortable to really like, go there you know so yeah I feel like also my relationships that I'm in right now too I'm like you said it's like if I want to go on a date yeah I'm gonna plan the damn date Mm -hmm. this is what I want to do and I think I would be disappointed I would wait around like okay well let me wait for this person to do it and then they don't do it and then but it's like okay what happens when I release expectation you know there's that old saying like if you learn to accept rather than expect you will have fewer disappointments and I don't know know, but it's it's something that (laughs) Who said that, Jesus? Who said that? Your homegirl. Um, I oh no, like I always, I've never forgot that as like a kid, and I just always carried it. And it's funny because I remember always being a very happy kid, mm-hmm. and I remember I posted this like recently, 
where as I got older, I remember somebody, I don't even know where I was, but somebody once said to me like, why are you so heavy all the time? Oh. And I remember at the time, I didn't know how to process like, like, is that a bad thing? Yeah, yeah. And then I got older, it's like, sis, why aren't you happy? Okay. That's you projecting onto me. Again, it's a, it's a personal thing and like happiness really does. And like joy, when you say joy, I always go back to this place. I remember I had a spiritual reading. It was a soul retrieval. And I remember she, my, my healer was able to identify that my soul pieces were connected to my four-year-old self and my 17-year-old self. Hmm. And she told me that I always have to be mindful of making sure that those versions of myself are fed and happy. Hmm. And I remember after I had that reading, a girlfriend of mine gave me a stuffed animal. Okay. I'm not a stuffed animal person. Mm-hmm. Like never was sentimental about stuffed animals. Don't care about keeping them. She gave me a stuffed animal. You know that dog, Boo, the dog, mm-hmm. the Pomeranian dog? Mm-hmm. It's no. like that famous P- Pomeranian Literally, dog. You've probably seen it. Yeah. But they made it into a stuffed animal and it was right around my birthday and she gave it to me because she knows I love dogs. It's like, when I tell you this thing brought me so much joy Aww. that I went on tour and Boo was on a speaker on the side of the <laughs> stage. And like, I would look at him and feel so That's happy. Beautiful. But I knew that was my inner child Child. being like, this is joy. This makes me happy. It's yeah. like when you go to the park and you just let yourself be on the swings and it's not about your kids. Yeah. It's like, this I is- I hate the swings, but Oh, yes. I love the swings. Oh. I'm like, Cameron, push yourself. I got to swing. The emotion the- sickness. <laughs> Let's bring but the you know, like, I, I do get like that too. The gym, <laughs> like, uh, you can't kick your legs back and forth yet. <laughs> Figure it out. I want to play too. I need to go high, okay? So, you know, like joy and how we find joy is is in tiny ways, I think. Yeah. You know, and like overarching happiness. But I love that happiness really does for each of us comes from within. Yes. It's really true. When you Mm -hmm. say this child, like I think about my daughter because she's like going through transition of being like a little girl to a teenager. Mm -hmm. And I specifically remember the moment that like that childish joy like shifted and it made me really sad. sad. And I had to have a conversation with her like you can still do that stuff like she used to just sing and dance in the living room and there's just this moment where they're very conscious of themselves Mm. they're aware of themselves and it leaves and so I tried to like reiterate her like just being carefree and loving and so me and Chia like we'll do like just dance with her and her dad can (laughs) not dance but it's funny because I want her to see her us being like inhibited what what is the word in uh, uninhabited uninhibited that's sad I majored in English but um You know what I meant. I know what but, you meant, girl. Yeah. I'll pick but it up I want her down. to witness that and see that because I feel like if we continue to display that, then she will come back to that side of herself. But that's how I, I feel even like I, I realize there's just a moment where we become aware of ourselves and we lose a little bit of that joy and you have to relearn it, you know, like that it doesn't matter what other people are thinking about you, like to just feel free and be yourself. That's where the real joy comes from. Well, I can honestly say that in the last few years of my life, in losing a lot of that, in kind of breaking away from the constructs of being heavily in the public eye, yeah. having a team of people around voicing opinions and structures of the way things are standard and the way they're supposed to be and how you move and what is appealing and what isn't. Like since I've broken free from that, I have found another level of happiness mm-hmm. to my oh, life wow. because mm-hmm. for me, happiness is freedom. Mm. Freedom to choose, mm-hmm. freedom to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, how you want to do it, knowing that there is no one or nothing that is going to affect your ability to choose what it is that you want to do right. for yourself to mm-hmm. be free. And so I finally feel like I'm in that place. And so yeah. I know that even in some of the hardest moments of my life in the last few years, I've still felt happy through it. Absolutely. Because I know that mm-hmm. I can still choose, like there's nothing else. It's definitely there, a choice. You it's know? trying to teach you something too. I right. feel like when you also start to understand that, it makes the disappointments just 
a little bit more graceful in like going through, you know? Yeah, like yeah. I mean, yeah. isn't it amazing when you get to that place when you can just, and I hope that people can, because I truly do believe this. Like I really stopped looking at things as good or bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have this like, gauge of oh this is so good and this is so bad and we look at other people's lives and we compare that way as well and truly if you just accept Mm -hmm. again back to acceptance versus expectation Mm -hmm. if you can learn to accept things for just as they are and Mm -hmm. really understand that everything is happening i believe for a purpose and a reason absolutely and it may never reveal what it is in that time and so you know you it could turn out to be the biggest blessing through a hard lesson mm-hmm. on yeah. the other side of it. And then you're so grateful for that. You mm-hmm. feel like you dodged a bullet or you leveled up in some sort of way. And that's seeing that growth within yourself is also, I think, a beautiful representation of happiness in your right. life. Heck and yeah. you people can draw on that. Like, think about what you've overcome mm-hmm. yeah. to and find surren- that happiness. I think also surrendering to that. Yes. Surrendering Ooh. to the idea of like, okay, this thing is happening because of this thing. But when you look back at the blueprint of, of your life, like individually, mm-hmm. everything always works out. And it always works out better yeah. than what you expected it to be for the most part. Sometimes. You know? Sometimes. But yeah. I feel like more often than not. Yes, than absolutely. Not, you know? But I, I think it's also equally about, like you said, just ex- like there's acceptance, right? Mm-hmm. And it's perspective. Yeah. Like one thing conversation I've been consistently having with a lot of my friends is about showing people grace, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think for me, when I felt like things were happening to me, right? Mm-hmm. And you have an expectation of other people. And one of my homegirls let me listen to this podcast a long time ago. I don't remember what it was called, but the lady, it was like a Christian-based podcast. And she was like, what if God came down and told you that that is literally the best that someone could do? Then how do you feel about mm-hmm. them? Like, no, that is their best. Literally. Like, there, there's nothing else after that. So then there's a level of grace that you have to give people. And I think that when you exercise grace with other people, it allows you to have more joy and happiness because you relinquish the expectation, right? And you're also feeling like this doesn't have anything to do with me because we walk around often feeling like victimized, like this is happening to me and they're doing this to me. Like, it has, well, the way people treat you has nothing to do with you. Mm. Even if you do something to them, mm-hmm. the way they respond has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It's their own level and accountability and ability to like release, right? So now when I'm having interactions with people or just dealing with anyone, specifically like my parents, right? And you have this expectation that you used to have. Now I have a level of grace. Like they're just people. This, this is where we are today. How can I find joy in this moment with you? How can I be happy in this moment with you? This is all you can give me. I'm never going to get more from you from this. And even friends, because when I do that, then I am allowing myself now to create the joy that I want, create yep. the life that I want, create the happiness that I want with my children, with everyone around me, because I no longer have an expectation of them of anything. Right. Right. And I feel like that's really where the real peace comes from is when you stop expecting people to show up in a specific way and you allow them to be who they are. And then you can like create your life around who brings you the most peace and who doesn't. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And just allow people to just be who they are and pick the right people to be in your space where you have more joy. I do. And I also think operating from a space of when I show myself more grace yeah. and more compassion and more understanding. And I really took the time to get to know who I am mm-hmm. and not what everybody else has ever told me that I needed to be. It allowed me to project that grace onto other people. Absolutely. I'm like, so then I'm like, Oh, okay, well I know it's not personal. Mm-hmm. Like, because when mm-hmm. I look back at my life, yep. well, shit, I was doing that, but it actually had nothing to do with that. Person. Right. Had everything to do with, uh, my dad lying or like, yeah, you know, yeah. It just be yeah. Something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's so crazy that you say that. Cause I was telling my friend about like, 
she's talking about like a breakup and I'm like, you know what? Like focus on yourself. Like when mm-hmm. me and my ex broke up, I just looked at myself and said, why was I attracted to that? Mm-hmm. Why did I want that? Mm-hmm. Why was I okay with that? Mm-hmm. It's not about them. It's about me. And then I realized like, okay, I didn't love myself enough. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't believe in myself. I thought I deserved that. I don't really focus on other people anymore. Mm-hmm. I focus on myself and why I'm in these situations, why they're happening this way and what I can do mm-hmm. to create a better outcome or create better relationships with people or situations. And then I feel way more peace that way. Yeah, you're in the driver's seat of your own yeah. life. Yeah. Like, I'm not worried about it. Sometimes you gotta take it. the reins back. Like, yeah. Man, shit. But my <laughs> shit. This is my sled. This is my horse. Yeah, I like I'm how like, you yeah, mounted yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't absolutely. know where we going, right. but we going. Right. Right. But we going somewhere. <laughs> but I think we just aren't taught that. You know, we're yeah. taught to be partners and taught to be like, yeah. if you're this way, you can attract this. We can attract specific energy and it is true. But equally, like we can also be in charge of that energy. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You can curate it for yeah, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I curate my joy with my kids. Like mm-hmm. when they're driving me crazy, I'm like, let's go to the park. Like, let's go on a walk. Y'all want a popsicle? I feel like my parenting style is a reflection of that joy too, right? Yeah. Because when I my kids, I can feel their energy and feel when something's off. Instead of matching that by yelling and getting more upset and just now everybody's mad in the house. Yes. I'm like, all right, well, let's watch a movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it feels so wrong because we're not, that's not how most of us were raised. Nope. And we weren't mm-hmm. taught that. But like, I really realized the power of teaching them to regulate themselves. Because mm-hmm. my friend was laughing at me like, who tells their kid that? Because I was on the phone with my homegirl and Azara was just losing her shit. And yeah. I was like, you got to go in your room and do that. Yeah. And when you feel better, come back. Like, you can be mad and scream, but you just can't do that in front of me. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Not in my space. No, but go in your own space. You and, in my bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And she draws angry pictures now when she's mad. I'm like, dude, what, what? Like, I want to draw. And then just be so mad. Like, just. Right. I'm like, get it out. That's better than screaming. She yes. Like Zen. Just, she <laughs> sounds so much like energy. Zen. Zen I could go in my room. I'm like, okay, have fun undoing the baby lock. You can't even get in there. And he just be like, hmm. <laughs> but it's, but don't you feel like a good mom when you just allow them to feel? Because then you know, like, they're going to be better for that, right? Girl, I be feeling like superwoman. Mm-hmm. When they're tripping and I just look and I'm like, and I ask myself, like, how are you feel right now? Yeah. You feeling good? I'm like, that ain't my problem, baby. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's not. Absolutely. No. And I also realize the more that I operate from a space of like, like, let's say, in like, like I always say, Zen is my turn to a baby. <laughs> but anytime he's tripping, sometimes I would just get, get so overwhelmed. Yeah. But he has literally taught me to just, like, stop, take a moment. Mm-hmm. You are the adult. He is the child. Yep. Like, you know, really talking to myself like a kid. Uh, I talk to myself but, every day, child. You know? But <laughs> Don't kill so them. <laughs> now when I do raise my voice, he like, mm. yeah. But before, he would just be like, okay, there she goes. Yeah. Just, like, always yelling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I'm like I gotta teach Chia to raise his voice. My kids are more scared of me than they are him. He'd be like, "I'm not playing," and they'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> they'd be like, <laughs> right. Then I'd be like, "I'm not playing." They'd be like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." Mm-hmm. I think it's I think mm-hmm. it's relative to us as adults, yeah. right? Because yeah. even if you're not a parent, it's like, are you aware of the things that you need to do? To come back to that happiness, True. are you aware of how to regulate yourself? Because also, I think too, a lot of people from various walks of life. Sometimes, like you said, when you grew up, like you were looking and searching for certain things. Some yep. people, they might feel like they have this perpetual rain cloud over their head and they yeah. can't find the joy in certain things. And I think that it's really important for people to try to find the tiniest joy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Did you get to where you needed to go on time today? Did you pass a, some beautiful creation of God's earth where it was just a beautiful flower? Like, yeah. I think there's so many ways that we can find small yeah. joys yeah. and small ways to be Okay, like things to be happy. And I think truly, truly at the base of it all, 
is gratitude yes. will leave you no room to feel unhappy. Mm-hmm. That's so because true. Because if you are operating from gratitude, you are just constantly grateful for the smallest of things. Yeah. You know, no matter how bad that day has gone, like you're alive. I had gratitude when my sister passed away. That's so true because I think when, like when I was so sad and depressed, I just looked around like, man, I'm so grateful I have these friends here Mm. who love me and are like filling me up and just really making sure that I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I always say whenever when some someone's like, what is the biggest like when my sister died, that is I feel like I learned every life lesson in Mm. that moment. You know, I really believe that because I specifically remember having one of the best days of my life, like the day after she died, Mm. like laughing with my friends and remembering my sister. And like we were laughing till we were crying and it was just really beautiful. And in that moment, I realized just like duality of life, like Mm. the worst thing could be happening to you. And it's really how you choose to deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Your response to things. But it sounds like so corny and people be like, but you don't know, like I'm dying or my mom has cancer, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes. And that may end up a specific way. And there's literally nothing you can do about it. So you have two choices. You either going to be mad every day of your life life about what happened or you're going to try to be happy knowing mm-hmm. like that it's not going to change i'm very big on like finding the silver lining yeah. there's silver lining in every single experience. yes you it's can like create find it, it. find yes. find where it make is. it up yeah if you have to but just find like you're saying find it yeah my perspective is like if you don't find the silver lining if you don't find the lesson that lesson gonna come right back mm-hmm. it's not gonna go away until you pass it yeah and i'm like don't you want to elevate from this level of life i'm like come on let's get to the yeah i feel like in life it's it's levels yep. it's tears so if I see myself doing the same thing over and over and over, I'm like, okay, I'm not learning because yep. I haven't graduated this level. Right. And I'm like, okay, it's time to go up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Something that I like preach all the time is stop letting what happened to you happen to you. Girl. Yeah. Because <laughs> because that's one, that, that is one way to perpetually stay in a place that you don't necessarily want to be. That's and I true. feel like people need to acknowledge their feelings. Like yes. if you're having a hard day, it's okay to acknowledge your feelings. Mm-hmm. If somebody hurt your feelings, acknowledge that shit. But I do believe that if you, again, come back to the gratitude, come back to it, you can kind of, you can find your way back. Honestly, I always just remind myself, like, being alive is a gift. Girl. Okay? Because life is just not, (laughs) we all know it's going to end. And and I'm not trying to be heavy, but, like, we all know there's there's an end date for everything and everyone. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, I don't ever want to look back on my life and feel that I spent the majority of my life in search of happiness versus living in the yeah, happiness yeah. of my presence yeah. of like what is Girl. presently happening in my life mm-hmm. because i think there's ways to be happy even in the hardest times hell yeah so you know it's yeah. it's it's a it's a whole thing but like even getting coffee mm-hmm. is a small thing when i drop cam at like camp or like he's doing something and i go and i just drive fortunately god bless thank god we relive it's not too busy and we have these mountains now since yeah, we moved out to the suburbs and the drive to my coffee spot is therapy for me yeah. every day i'm just like yeah. look at these hills yeah. and that, i'm by myself yeah. <laughs> and i'm like this is, this is wonderful i have peace and quiet right Man. now i don't know if anybody's driving in their car right now like think right. about this is your time yeah. you know i hope like you feel filled and you're you're getting something for this but that's it like the smallest things we can find it in mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's funny when you said find the smallest things of joy the first thing i thought about was when i get my coffee in the yes. morning i'm oh, like literally spending coffee. my little three four dollars i'll just be feeling like okay okay <laughs> it doesn't work anymore on me but here we go <laughs> <laughs> Your coffee immune. So true. <laughs> like, I don't know. Just keep giving you my money. It's just an experience. Now, I mean, exactly. I don't drink coffee, but that's how I feel when I get to sleep in every day. Like, I just feel so blessed. Like, thank you, God, that even if everything, I wake up, I roll over, I get these emails like, denied, denied, denied. And I'm like, hmm. 
but then I'm like, but I'm sleeping in. God is good. Mm -hmm. And then I'm fine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because I keep telling myself over and over again, either I'm going to get all the things that I want or I'm not, but I definitely know I'm going to die. So like in the meantime and in between time, I'm just going to be happy. But that's the only choice I have. But you also know that everything that you're going to get is yours. I'll come back as somebody else and I'll get it then. I don't know. But (laughs) either way, it doesn't, you know, like the point too is that you can't spend your whole <laughs> life just being like, no, nah, so really, I might go back. No, I hear, I trust me, I hear you. No, but you know seriously, but either way, like, why? We literally know we're going to die and we don't know when. Mm-hmm. So, why would you spend every day stressing about something that you can't control? control. Mm-hmm. Do everything you can to be where you want to be and be where you need to be. And in the meantime, you just have to, like, because I grew up in the hood, so I get it. I definitely know what it's like to grow up without and to be poor. And your focus is always money. And that is very stressful. Like, when you don't have money, mm-hmm. I do understand that mindset. Yeah. And I don't like to try to be like gloss over that because I remember my mindset back then versus now is very different. Absolutely. Every you didn't really thing, have that. You don't really have that no full freedom. freedom no and you it's, feel stressed it, yeah. everything you do if you're going out to eat with your friends or you got to check your bank account first or like you you have to make choices like damn do so i want to do this or do that yeah like it is really hard to not have money and that is a real stressor so i don't want to be insensitive to that but equally i still had a lot of joy back then too yeah my mom taught me that like it was really about family and love and we didn't have a lot but i felt so much love from my mom and joy because we would just do the simplest things like go on family walks mm-hmm. sometimes we all just get in the car and and we would drive to like, and then just like do a little hike or something. Yeah. And I realized very easily how and my mom cooked, like her food is so amazing. And just every night she made us homemade meals and they were so good. And we would you're just sit smiling. around the ta- Like, you smiling, I love talking about my it. mom. I'm like, it's, wait, first of all, you're, I feel like, cause you were saying, I remind you a lot of your mom, you do. but I feel like your mom sounds like my mom. Really? Yeah. Like the way that they uh, parent, like yeah. doing activities and like being a single mom. Yeah. I'm like, no, that sounds like You my remind mom. me of my mom. Just, yeah. I, I always say that, but just like the love that you give your kids, mm. it just, it's like very, I don't know. I feel very familiar when I'm around mm. you. Like That's this funny. is like when my mom would have been like as a young mom, you know Aww, what I mean? I yeah. It. But it's beautiful and it works because mm-hmm. your daughters are going to be like, like your daughter's going to grow up and be like me. Or did like you say smile. daughters with an S? I did. I don't know where that came from. Hmm. Okay. Come on round two. <laughs> three. Round three. Okay. So let me just get my little titties and just be cute for a minute. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Still time. Let me be cute for a second. So I think that this is really important. This is really important. If you were to identify a memory, like you just brought up your childhood, right? If you were to think about a memory that was like pure joy and happiness, Fee, what would it be for you? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I think it's from important your for people to know. Oh, wait, you said from my childhood? Yeah, from your childhood. Oh. Pure joy and happiness. Oh, my gosh. Probably when I was probably like in elementary school. Mm. And it would be me and my three best friends. It was me, Kalisha, Jetty, and Yvette. And I would bring like a little um, tape recorder to school. And I would like when Destiny's Child would come on the radio, I would press record and like the whole song would go through. So then I would come to school like, you guys, I have the tape and we would (laughs) sing and dance. And like I would be Beyonce, Kalisha would be Kelly. Like we had our but it was so fun. I'd be like and then the bell would ring and it'd be over. But it was such a moment, especially because I spent so much time alone as a child. I feel like being with my friends was like everything to me, you know, but I, I I always feel like that's the memory. I'm always like. I felt like such a child. Oh, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. That's, yeah. See, with, I, I think that we should be more encouraged to like hold on to those things yeah. and to remember those yeah. things. Because I remember even when I was pregnant with Cam, I remember a lot of the birthing coaches and people that I had spoken to, they were always like, think of a happy place for you. 
When like, you're pushing oh, a baby like, out? No, when you're in labor oh. and it gets difficult to always envision what your happy place is. There's two instances of happy that I remember seeing vi- like perfect examples. And this is not from my childhood. I remember going to India and I was there for a very posh events, whatever. And I remember leaving the hotel and going out into the streets of Mumbai. And I remember it literally went from like extreme wealth to poverty. Mm-hmm. And I remember driving through a town and seeing these two little boys playing in the street. First of all, there's a cow in the middle of the street mm-hmm. playing amongst trash with no shoes, mm-hmm. just absolutely nothing around them, kicking a ball back and forth. These two little boys look the happiest I've mm-hmm. ever seen in my life. It puts so much into perspective for yeah. me. I never forgot that. And every time I think about it, joy, you know, your happiness and your joy is all your perspective. You know, we're over here dealing with kids who feel entitled with Amazon and shit and they asking for all these things. And I just saw these kids in pure joy with nothing, Mm -hmm. none of, not even their basic needs particularly met. Mm -hmm. And they were so happy and free. And then my happy place for me, I'll never forget it, where I found that like happiness and joy was also during travel because travel's a big thing. Like, seeing the world and experiencing new things is is a happy place for me always. And I remember bathing an elephant in Thailand in oh, a Thai wow. river, and I remember giggling that I could not stop giggling. Aww. I was giddy, 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 and I just remember like this high pitched laugh coming out of me that I don't think I've heard since. Yeah. But I always go back to mm. that place if I ever have a hard something i'm just like go to that place just think about what that mm-hmm. place is because mm-hmm. i think we all can have them mm-hmm. we, and, absolutely and it's so important to know like when you think about your mom's cooking you smile yes you know yeah, these are the things there's so many beautiful reasons to be happy yeah it really is <laughs> it was my mom could cook funny. this girl <laughs> I, i'm telling you i'll be in it and then i'll hear this i'm like huh I can't wait to listen back and hear it. Right. When I listen back and I hear Ashley, all of Ashley's side right. commentary. All the, like, mm, all chicken. the commentary is hilarious. I'm like, turn mm, the volume food. up on this one. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, well, I'll have my mom cook for you and you'd be like, oh, okay. Listen, my mom is in town and my whole soul has been full all uh, week. So, so she's still I, here? She's still here. Oh, that's beautiful. Trust me, the, the, the food is... is can I, can I, I don't yes. have to expose her to myself, but like, can we no, just can put we, a plate yes, at the door? Yes, we will. I know what's called, but uh, can you she make me a plate? She to cook. She can make curry, right? Oh, yes. Oh, Ooh. I want some curry. She already made curry this week and we ate it up. We sure did. Then she made cook up I'll bring the ingredients. All the food. Make it again. Thank you, curry. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. She's like, I'll bring the ingredients, make it again. I don't like when Ladies, people tell me they can cook and then I ain't Listen to me. Food. This I and I have to tell you this. Let me be the judge of that. <laughs> you guys are <laughs> Amazon Amazon <laughs> what is the grocery thing? Yeah. Instacart? Yeah. Instacarting you all the ingredients. Yeah. Let's see. Done. <laughs> okay, sorry, go ahead. We no, go. I was just I was just saying <laughs> I, and I have to say this. I was saying this to my girlfriend on the on, on the car here, like this podcast, coming to meet with you guys to record these things during such a crazy time of our lives has yes. been a huge source of joy for me. Me too! And happiness <laughs> just too. to be able to share I'm gonna and cry. be Aww, vulnerable. Dude. I probably am going to cry. First of all, I'm a crybaby. I'll let oh, you guys know now. Come on, Scorpio. Yes. I am too. No, but I feel that. The other day I was just telling someone, I was like, I really, really am so happy that we're doing this podcast Aww, together. Because people guys. always bring it up, but I'm like... No, but my two friends, like we're all doing this podcast. Yeah. I'm like, it's great. It it really is. It's been something I friends, look forward Cody, to. Cody, I know, Cody, yeah. Um, but but really, like just looking forward to this 
having something to look forward to, having Same. something to connect and create community is just so important. And it's been a huge source of my happiness. So thank you so much for being a part of my happiness. Oh, thank Aww, you for being a part of ours. I love you guys. I love y'all too. And we just hope everybody feels happy, happy and joyful. <laughs> Bye. We'll see you guys soon. Bye.